We like to answer your garden questions here on the Garden Basics Podcast. A lot of ways you can get your questions in. You, of course, can uh, send it via email to fred at farmerfred.com. You can go to our website, gardenbasics.net, and fill out the question there. You got a phone? You can call us. The number is 916-292-8964, 916-292-8964. You can text us and leave us pictures there, just like Katie did from Eastern Washington. Debbie Flower is here to help us answer the garden questions. Debbie, of course, America's favorite retired college horticultural professor. Eastern Washington, for people who don't know, it can be a very hot, dry, windy place in the summer and a very cold, snowy place in the winter. Yeah, a it, lot of apples are grown there. It has a lot of weather in eastern Washington. And Katie has a dogwood tree, and here's the question that she left us. Hi, my name is Katie. I live in eastern Washington, and I have a question about a tree growing in my yard. I went online to find out what kind of tree it is. I think it's a dogwood tree. I'm having a lot of growth at the base of the tree, and I seem to be having growth popping up randomly in my yard from the tree. I did not plant it, and it has been established long before I moved into the house. But I'm wondering, what's going wrong with the tree to have all this weird growth, and what can I do to fix it? Thank you. Katie, good question. Sounds like your tree might be under stress, Debbie. Yes, it does. Uh, growth, like what she describes, is typically the result of stress to plants. Uh, fortunately, you asked her for a picture, and what we see on the picture is a stressed tree. Yes, there are all sorts of uh, interesting pruning cuts on it. There, There's a lot of new growth in the crotch of the tree where the uh, trunk uh, branches off into many large branches. Right. It's what I would call a vase shape plant. It doesn't just have a single trunk or a single leader that goes up and branches come off on either side. It has, I can see one, two, three, at least four mm -hmm. branches that all originate fairly, maybe a foot off the ground, all going out uh, in into different directions to make a vase shape. And it's a, it looks to be a, a fairly old tree too. That trunk uh, looks mm -hmm. to be maybe a foot and a half in diameter. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty fat. Yeah. And it's, uh, but it does have uh, interesting growth on it. Uh, like I said, in, in the crotch of the tree, we can't identify if there is root suckers coming up or not. There is some green growth near the base of the tree, but can't tell if that's a, a different plant. Or, or if it is just the young suckers coming up from the roots. Mm -hmm. And then that again, a sign of stress. Right. If it's suckers coming from the, from the roots, they just need to be cut off and you try to cut them off without cutting into uh, what they're attached to. So you leave a little bit of a stub. The reason you don't want to harm what they're attached to is that creates a way for insects and disease to get into the plant. And you don't want to use a brush killer on it either because that, that could kill the whole tree. That's a temptation for yeah. sure. Yes, but it's a systemic, meaning it gets into the system of the plant and moves around inside the plant and kills wherever it goes. But what we're seeing are heading cuts, poor pruning on this plant. Um, the branches, there are stubs several feet long where someone cut through the branch and the branch was at least three inches across. Stubs don't grow. Somebody I worked with, somebody else who taught horticulture would preach that all the time. Stubs don't grow. 
this plant was very, very poorly pruned, perhaps to, to get it out of the power lines. I don't know why. And I don't think Katie does because she said she bought it this way when it came with the house. But the re- plant's response to removal of that much wood, you know, if it's a three inch diameter piece of branch, there was a lot removed from that plant. And there are multiple cuts like this that we can see on the plant. So a lot of the branches were taken off. A lot of the stored food in the plant was removed because plants store food in trunks. And it maybe was done during a dormant season. And and so the results weren't seen immediately. This is a tree that does lose its leaves every winter. But there is stored food in all that wood that was taken away. and And the plant is trying to the plant needs that store food and the plant is trying to recreate the vegetation it needs, the leaves, the green part, to make more food to replace what was missing. You made an interesting point about uh, the fact that it could be a grafted variety of mm-hmm. dogwood. So I was looking for the bud union, the graft union on this tree, and I don't see the telltale bump uh, anywhere between where the leaves start about a foot up and the ground which I wonder if where those new leaves are sprouting, where the trunk uh, goes off into branches, if the, the bud union was up that high. It's unlikely that they would graft that high. So a couple things could be going on. That could be one of them. If it's a, we think it's a cornus florida, uh, which you can get as a species, uh, or you can get selected cultivars, the pink one and the, the one with the bigger white flowers. And I don't know their names off the top of my head. Jim. Right. So if it's one of those that has a special characteristic like that, the pink flowers or the big white flowers, then it would be grafted. Typically, the grafting is done when the plant is extremely young, when the stem is thinner than a pencil. And it's done very close to the soil. And so by the time you buy it as a bigger plant, it's almost negligible to see that graft union. But when a plant responds to stress like bad pruning, often produces suckers at the base, Mm -hmm. and they would be below that graft union, even if it's very close to the soil. And they are not what you want. They're not the the pretty pink one or the big white flowered one. They're whatever it was grafted to. And that's typically something that was grown from seed. So it's not as desirable as the top of the tree. But we're not seeing suckers from the ground on this plant. We're seeing them higher. So either the graft was done higher and those are suckers. uh, If they look different or they flower differently than what's above them, then the graft was done pretty high. It could be the weather, too, in eastern Washington. If it, they had some frost spring or frost something. or freeze, mm-hmm. that could cause... Could kill new growth. Yeah. Typically, what's the kind of growth you get after stress to a plant is called, on a tree, is called epicormic shoots. And they're just arising from... The plant is sort of in hyperdrive. In a, in a tree that's well cared for, the new growth comes from buds that have been planned for, for years and years and years. They've been under the bark. And each year as the plant puts on a new layer of wood underneath, the bud grows out towards the edge and stays out towards the edge. But it has a thread of of itself all the way back to the center of the plant. So they're planned and they're well attached. When the stress causes this growth, these epicormic shoots are created at the moment, right on the edge of the bark. And they don't have that lifeline that holds them into the center of the trunk. And so they are very poorly attached. And 
when they get to some size, they're often, they're also often very close together. And when they grow fatter, as they will over time, they get heavy and they fall off because they're poorly attached or they uh, push each other off because they're so close together. So um, I think the tree has possibilities, but I think an excellent consulting arborist needs to be brought in. And then it's going to take several years of judicious pruning to bring it back to a safe, beautiful tree. Consulting arborists can be found in your area if you visit the website for the International Society of Arboriculture. Uh, the easiest website to remember, treesaregood.org. And from that page, you can click on the link that will find a consulting arborist near you that can help, as well as regular arborists as well. And consulting arborists also have their own website as well. The American Society of Consulting Arborists, which is ASCA-Consultants.org. That's the American Society of Consulting Arborists. And what's good about a consulting arborist is they're not going to be cutting your tree. That's up to you to hire the person who's going to be judiciously pruning your tree. But they're going to tell you what's wrong with it. And to, at least then you're, you're working from a knowledge base where some uh, other tree company might want to take advantage of your non-knowledge. Right. The consulting arborists will charge you something for their services, oh, yeah. but they will not, they're not looking to make the job bigger than, than it should be, uh, because they're not going to do it and they're not going to make any money from it. When you do hire an arborist, um, it's nice to have the, an ISA certified mm-hmm. arborist on the crew that is actually doing the cutting because they are trained uh, and have to take continuing education classes and will understand tree structure and where the cuts need to be made. There's a lot of people making a living cutting trees that aren't certified Mm -hmm. because they own a chainsaw and a Mm -hmm. pickup truck. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of reasons why you don't want to hire them. And it's not just for the safety of your tree. It's for the safety of your financial well-being as well. Because if they make a mistake and uh, they fall from the tree or they cut too big a branch, which falls on your neighbor's house or your house, you're the one that's liable. Right. Yes. The workman's compensation rates for people who do tree work are extremely high, like they, I have known of of those fees putting some arborists out of business. They just can't afford to pay them. That's why tree work is expensive. Good tree work by licensed and insured people. Like you said earlier, though, it could be a matter of poor pruning in the past because if uh, too much wood is taken off the top, the tree is going to respond by producing more growth at the bottom. Right. So. Unfortunately, it's poorly placed and poorly attached growth. So uh, call in that arborist there, Katie. All right. Thanks for your help on this, Debbie. My pleasure, Fred.